Hi there, you're tuning in to While You Create, a podcast to listen to while you work on your next passion project. I'm Ruth, founder of Cool Girls Co. and your host. I heard from folks that February was a tough month. Part of it might have been the weather. I live in Prague and it was snowy and cold most of last month, as you can probably imagine. It's starting to warm up though, so I'm taking in as much sunshine as I can. I've been thinking a lot about the journey of an artist, especially when you're working on a passion project. Currently, I'm a grad student in a future design program, and much of what I do feel like passion projects that no one seems to understand. But when I look online at what other experimental artists and designers are doing, those who are really pushing the limits of creativity, I feel I have a place in it all. Like, I have something to say and there are others out there wanting to hear it. Recently, I spoke to Shirley Yu, the multidisciplinary tech founder of Choosy, a social app for collectors. She's also a comp sci grad, an accomplished photographer and collector of plants. Shirley has spent the last few years navigating what some might consider conflicting industries and carving a name for herself, but she also recognizes the importance of making space for others. Here she is. I had gotten into making art in high school, like, Painting, drawing, sketching. I eventually went into photography and film and uh, ran with that, won a couple of awards and a couple of little projects here and there. And then during college, decided to shift into being a comp sci major. At the same time, kind of playing both sides, working at the student newspaper in the art department, taking comp sci classes, interning at magazines in the art department, but also like building my own project. So when I was 21, I shot the cover of Time magazine. I had done commissioned work for New York Times and Wall Street Journal and a lot of different magazines as an artist. So I brought those two things together. And that's essentially how I married uh, everything up until before I founded the Choosy app. In this episode, we'll be talking about the pursuit of creative communities. You know, that yearning we all have to connect with people like us. But before we dive into it, here's Adriana with a moment of meditation. Hello, creative. It's time for a check-in. Go ahead and put your pen and pencil down. Step away from the desk. If you're driving, do please just listen. And we're just going to do a little thinking, a little reflection. So I want you to take a moment and reflect on the project that you're currently working on. Really taking note of what's happening, the steps already that have been completed, what's left to do, and really soaking in the fact that you're doing something. And then I want you to take it a little further back and think about where you were as a creative, as an artist, three years ago. what you were working on or maybe not working on or what was coming up for you. And just take it a little further forward now and thinking about where you want to be in the next year. And just want you to know how proud I am 
how proud past you is and how proud future you is of you presently. Now, back to the story. The idea for Choosy came out of Shirley's interest in plant collecting, a hobby she picked up during the pandemic that has since blossomed into a passion of hers. Now and behold, like, behind me, I have, like, a, a plant cabinet. Like, it's humidity controlled. And, uh, there's about, like, 30 different species in there. But then I went fully off the deep end. Like, two months ago, I went to Costa Rica. I did an expedition to the rainforest to, like, look at different plants. And, you know, creating the Choosy app during that time was the literal graduation of wanting to see the plants from other plant collectors like nerd out about them like acquire them i just needed more planty friends but i was like oh, you know i know how to have what we need i know what we don't have i have i can have the, t- the tech skills to pick this back up i can you know really make this almost like a new art project of mine choosy empowers collectors to socialize showcase and sell from their collections all on their terms This is the joy of the app, the ability for collectors to just share what they love to a community that just gets it. You know, there is a strong part of our personalities and of our own emotional satisfaction that comes from these things that we love. I've really found that, you know, we we, we gather to socialize. Sometimes we're showing off. Sometimes we're, you know, trying to find that next thing for our collections. I figured, like, let's make a space to do both. Shirley mentions about a third of people have a collection of some kind, but it's not always something that's shared publicly. For example, since moving to Europe, my husband and I started collecting magnets from different countries. We buy one for every new country we visit. It's about the only souvenir we purchase while traveling. There are 15 of them currently displayed on my little fridge here. It's not a big collection, but it's growing. And I don't think anyone knows we do this other than the people who step foot in our kitchen. As expats who don't speak Czech, this doesn't happen very often. But on Choosy, people are encouraged to show off their collections, no matter how niche it is. There's a place for it in their community. How Choosy does it is use AI to cluster collectors Mm -hmm. together based on like how similar their collections are. That's how we get it so that no matter what it is you collect thematically or whatever object you really love, that's how we like make those communities happen. Um, I would say that like across clusters right now, like the natural items cluster is probably the most popular, but that's literally because I am annoying my friends. We've got shells, you know, things in jars, but, you know, we also have some of the more interesting collections that I've seen. Uh, people like tech people that collect like tech company swag, like the mm-hmm. free stuff they keep giving out. <laughs> um, tech company swag, we've got a uh, vintage, she's like a vintage seller. And one of the things from her permanent collection is uh, like a bunch of ceramic cat stuff. So ceramic cat, uh, salt and pepper shakers, or like a dish with like a cat face on it. Like my favorite collections are the most interesting or the most unique ones. And when I'm on Choosy, I, I like to follow people who collect things that I wouldn't be the thing to collect. Of course, this concept is not entirely new. Since social media, we've had the platforms to share what we love with the world all the time. But we can agree that nowadays, the community aspect of social media often gets lost. 
On Choosy, people are not just there to connect with others, but to be part of something more personal and special. Changing the journey is important for me. It felt like when I was in Facebook groups that it was my full-time job to keep up with it all. I think about it joining 20, all of them have different rules, all of them have different um, community counts, how many people are on it. If you want to, I just want to sell off a plant from my collection so I can get that next thing, okay? Or I might just want to like show off my new thing. The user base, the community base is not linked to me. They're not following me for my creativity. They're following that group. So I believe that creators, social creators, want to own their own platforms or to own their own audiences. That's how I believe that our behavior is shifting where it's not like we have to dig for our communities group by group, person by person, adding everybody to our list. Or I think that people who like us, who like our content and like our sense of style and taste should literally just be interacting directly or being in our own, on our own channel. And the best part of the app is the relationships that bloom over time. On Choosy, collectors stay in touch. We get to know each other. We get to trust each other over a long period of time. It's not on day one, but it is cumulative. In this episode, we're featuring music from a duo called Your Crush. Here they are. London Eyes on the EP is one of the first songs that we started, but it took months to finish because to be honest, I think we didn't know our sound for a long time and it took so long to figure it out. It took a lot of failure, it took a lot of copying other people and realizing that we're not them, we should be ourselves, bigger than just that song. It's like, I think we created like an identity for ourselves in our lyrics, in our music. Yeah. 
When it comes to finding community in the non-digital world, the real world, if you will, Shirley thinks it's already around you. It's the people you've met throughout your journey. You just have to be open to forming those relationships and not comparing yourself so much to other creators. I have had a wide network of people that I've met, photographing executives at Barclays or, you know, big social campaigns for Walmart or working for some of the biggest media companies and tech magazines. If I don't know something or I can take it 40% of the way, there aren't people that I can ask about it. Mm -hmm. People that I've met along the way who have been rooting for me on the sidelines or, you know, learning how to leverage what you do have. And most of us have a lot more if we don't see ourselves through someone else's yardstick. I think about all of the multidisciplinary women. I think of the role models who are artists, you know, I think about Athena. If, we're, if you think about Athena from Greek mythology, she had the strength of technical strategy, um, of commerce. She led armies and inspired people into, into long wars and battles and things that were very hard, obstacles and odysseys using her strengths and superpowers. So think of the superpowers that you have and find mentors and always put in your best so that you're the only person you can ever compare yourself to is yourself. And when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable with others, we can create a support system together. There was a time where I fell behind in college and that professor that we I talked to, to about art and technology, about exhibitions at the Whitney, about my photography work and how it relates to technology. I was having trouble with like, the principles of programming languages at, you know, toward the end of my semester. And because like that was a long, friendly, like academic relationship over like years, like I was like, wait, what, what do I do now? They helped vouch for me to the department chair and then went to be able to explain to me the principles of programming languages in terms I can understand, right? I was able to retake the exam and graduate. I, I, I think about this all the time until, up until now is being able to put that energy out into the world that you're somebody that people want to help, not relying on anybody's help, but knowing and being as confident as you can that you put out the right energy and if you ever need it, 
you might be able to ask somebody. Community is everywhere, but at the same time, it's difficult to find. I think as a creator, the feeling of loneliness will never really go away. We're always living in our own heads, creating something out of our own imaginations. But what makes the process more enjoyable is surrounding ourselves with like-minded people. They may not be doing exactly what you're doing, they may not be collecting exactly what you're collecting, but they're passionate about it. And passion is what builds community. I wrote the first draft of this song at 3am in my bedroom with nothing but my dinky little Martin, and writing this song was such a cathartic experience. It was definitely the first time I felt like music could heal and help me get over a heartbreak, and once we released it, I realized that it could help others get over that as well, too. This, I definitely think, is one of our favorite songs that we've ever written and produced, so I hope you like Strawberry Sheets. Dreaming of you Why could we have been
That's it for this episode. Shirley Yu is the founder and CEO of Choosy, a social app for collectors. You can join the iOS beta or get on the Android waitlist at Choosy, that's C-H-O-O-S-I-I dot U-S, and follow Shirley on Instagram at ShirleyShotYu, that's ShirleyShotYu. Our featured music is by Your Crush, a duo made up of Yan and Khan. You can listen more on their Instagram at Your Crush Music or on their website at yourcrush.la, where you can also check out their cute merch stickers. Special thanks to Adriana at Inked Prosperity. Inked Prosperity is a space that provides personal and career development from a spiritual perspective. You can learn more at Inked Prosperity, that's I-N-K-T-O prosperity.com, or give her a follow on Instagram at Inked Prosperity. While You Create is an audio show brought to you by Cool Girls Collective, where community is shaping convos around creativity. You can find us on Instagram at Cool Girls Collective, and be sure to subscribe to our weekly newsletters at coolgirls.co. Every Friday, we send creative resources, open calls, and content to keep you inspired while you create. If you like our show, you can leave a review or rating on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening from. Production music is by Low High Five. You can listen more on Instagram at lowhigh, the number five, dot music. I'm your host, Ruth, and as always, catch you next time. <laughs>